Thank you for joining us for this value-packed Tenant Cloud podcast. My name is Chris Flugi, and I will be your host in today's podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing first impressions with tenants and the importance of them and how your first impressions with your tenants affects your relationship with your tenants in the long term, all the way down to even whether or not your tenant is going to renew with you at the end of their current lease. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in and explore this topic. The first impression is a really powerful thing. It can make or break any business and tenant retention is a major part of the game when you own a rental property. One of the easiest ways to keep your tenants happy and develop a long-term relationship with your tenants is simply by making a good first impression. In this podcast, let's discuss these first five ways, and this is not all of the ways that you can make a positive first impression. These are just five ways that we have come up with on how you can get started in that process. And you're definitely welcome to expand on them, change them, tweak them, but hopefully they give you a good foundation for how to make a positive first impression. And so we're going to jump right in here. The number one way to make sure that you create a positive first impression with your tenants is to make sure that your property is absolutely 100% clean, pristine, ready for them to move in, appliances installed, everything should be good, no missing blinds, the locks were changed, all of that good stuff, everything like that should be done. The, the move-in process has to be seamless in order to have a good first impression to start off on the right foot because if the tenant arrives and the key doesn't work in the door, and it could even be that you change the lock, but maybe the pins dropped inside the lock after you had changed it and you didn't go back to check it shortly before the person was supposed to move in, or if they walk in and the, the rental is not clean, the cleaner didn't do a good job even though you sent them over there and you didn't follow up and inspect it. Maybe the utilities are off because the prior tenant had cut off utilities and you hadn't put it back in your name and now the new tenant moves in and they forgot to do it or maybe they did call and do it but the electricity company couldn't turn it on for 24 or 48 hours. So they get there and nothing works and they move in at nine o'clock at night and it's dark and they can't see. There's so many different things that come into play in terms of a positive move-in experience and you play the biggest part in that role because you have complete control over whether or not that starts out right. And so one of the best ways to do this is to always, always, always schedule a last-minute inspection right before the tenant is supposed to move in. You should always have a spare key for the rental uh, so you should be able to access the rental unit even if you've sent them the key or they've picked it up at a previous date or they're showing up at your office to pick the keys up. You should always, always, always have inspected that rental unit just before they move in to make sure that nothing has happened since the last time somebody was in it until the time that they are moving in. It could be a water pipe broke and leaked. It could be the HVAC unit is dripping inside the, uh, the the apartment. It could be the AC is not working. It could be anything. And so the only way you're going to know that is if you do that last minute inspection. So I cannot stress the importance of making sure that the move-in experience with a brand new tenant goes perfectly. 
and you have the biggest role to play in that process. Number two, I'm sure you've heard this a hundred times, but you want to provide a welcome package for your tenants. And nothing is more welcoming to a new place than a welcome home package. And uh, that's why it's nice when you move into a new neighborhood and your neighbors come by and drop off things welcoming you to the community. And it's just, it creates a very pleasant, warm, and welcome experience no matter where you're going. And so it depends on your property too. If you're, a lot of people are confused as, well, what should I give my tenants when they move in? And so it just depends on the property and it depends on where you're located and how much the tenant is paying for the rental because there's usually a different level of expectation even when it comes to those things. There's usually a baseline expectation. And so uh, if it's a, a standard property, then it might be something like your home necessities such as dish soap and maybe a bar of soap uh, for the bathroom sink and maybe it's a plunger and maybe it's toilet paper and maybe it's just flowers on the table and a welcome card or some candy and snacks or some bottles of water in the fridge that you put there for them. Uh, it could be any of those things and so you can get creative and you don't have to stick with the standard items. You can get creative and you can personalize it or you can customize it according to your brand of your property management company and the things that you the way that you want to present yourself to new tenants. If you're in a higher-end luxury property, then you might want to go with something a little bit more sophisticated and expensive, maybe a bottle of wine or maybe a gift card for a massage at a local massage parlor or something of that nature. And so there's different ways that you can welcome your tenants to the rental property with a welcome gift. And so I encourage you to really get creative with that and really do take into consideration the brand and the branding message and the content of your brand uh, for your property management company for your tenants and the way that you want them to see you. The next one you want to do is you want to make sure this is actually ties in a little bit with the move in experience is you want to make sure that they have all of the community uh, information accessible to them, such as you want to make sure that you, especially if they're new to the neighborhood and you know that, you want to make sure that they are familiar with what is around your rental property. So are there parks? Are there trails? Uh, if they have dogs and do they have a dog park nearby? And what are some of your favorite restaurants and what types of restaurants are nearby? What are the utility providers that they have that are accessible for the rental property if they're responsible for setting up utility providers? What parking um, spots are available for their guests or their family when they come over to visit them? If you have something that you provide inside the rental that is unique, like maybe it's a, um, a AC unit that has some type of special programming available through like a mobile app, or maybe you have a smart thermometer and making sure that they have the instructions on how to use that thing. Maybe it's a dishwasher. Maybe it is a washer dryer. Maybe it's one of those two-in-one washer dryers which people don't necessarily have experience with and they don't know how to work them and they don't understand they can't load them full of clothes because they're not going to wash and dry properly. Maybe it's any of those things and anything that makes that experience more seamless and easier for the tenants when they move in is important to provide them with that information. And so whatever that is and however it's applicable to your rental property, you want to make sure that you're paying attention to that information and making sure that your tenants have access to it. 
The fourth thing is you want to make sure that especially in the first few days and maybe even the first week or two that you are consistently responding to the tenant's calls, texts, and emails because uh, there's a lot of things that even if you've done your best to make sure that everything goes fine, something inevitably is going to go wrong. The tenant's going to have questions and if you don't respond until 24, 48 hours later, then that's a really negative first impression with your tenant because then they're going to be wondering, well, wow, if I have an actual emergency, then are, it's going to take them two days to respond to me. Like my apartment is flooding and my landlord's not going to answer the phone for two days. So you really want to make sure that you are actively responding to your tenants and getting back to them as quickly as possible or at least have somebody who is available to do that on your team if you have other people who are assisting you with your rental management. And that is also extremely important and it's part of the good first positive impression that you can make on your tenants. Number five is to do something that tenants really probably aren't quite expecting. And so you can do things like everybody gives, for instance, not everybody, but most people give a welcome gift, for instance. And that's one of the things we recommended, though I do recommend, like I said, customizing it and being creative and expanding and creating a, a, a branded message with your welcome gift. But maybe even you do an initial welcome gift and then five, six, seven days later after your tenant moves in and they've had a chance to get settled in, you drop another gift on your tenant just to say, hey, hopefully everything went well with your move-in. We're really excited to have you here. Let us know if you need anything else and a personalized note or email or something like that along with it that just continues to make them feel welcome and reassures them that you haven't forgotten about them. You didn't just collect their rent and give them the key and get the signed lease and now you've just disappeared. It's that genuine follow-up with that tenant to say, hey, we really are truly glad you're here. Let us know if you need anything else. We're here for you and uh, let us know if you have any questions and yada, yada, yada. And that just goes a long way towards improving that first impression with your tenants and just letting them know that, hey, uh, we're active landlords, we pay attention to our tenants, and we're here to be the best property manager or landlord that we can possibly be. And it just, again, it just speaks volumes to tenants. And so you can, can again, get creative with that. Uh, maybe your first welcome gift was just a bag with uh, some dish soap and the basics and things that people usually forget when they move for the first time. Maybe it was some air freshener and whatnot, or maybe it was a, a bouquet of flowers on the table for them or something. And then your follow-up gift is something like a gift card to... A local restaurant nearby and maybe it's a maybe if it's a luxury rental maybe it's something even nicer maybe it's a uh, tv for a flat screen tv for the living room uh, you'd be surprised what some landlords actually do out there in this step of doing something unexpected that really just blows the tenant away and is an experience that the tenant is not ever going to forget and what other place is going to and it's not even a move-in special where they just get there and you show up and knock on the door with a 
32 inch or 40 inch flat screen TV? What does it cost you? 150 bucks, 200 bucks these days? And it just has a huge impact on the tenant. And there are actually a lot of landlords who are very successful who use these tactics to really develop that early and strong relationship. And what it does is it gives you a lot of grace in the future when mistakes and things do happen and when things do uh, negative things do take place and inevitably something always goes wrong over the course of a lease or two leases for a tenant and that early relationship that you established with the tenant is really going to go a long way to uh, giving grace in those situations as long as you don't just completely drop the ball, but if there's things that are out of your control and maybe you have to order a part, maybe the AC breaks in the middle of the summer and you have to order a part and it's going to take two days to get it in. And that is going to, that that relationship that you've established with that tenant is going to give you credibility and trust to where the tenant is going to say, yeah, I totally understand two days, uh, it's not your fault. You're doing everything you can. We know this because you've been a great landlord from day one. As opposed to if they had moved in, the apartment wasn't ready or the rental house wasn't ready. It was dirty. There were blinds missing. The electricity was off and you didn't answer your phone for two days after they moved in and all of these other negative things. Now when the AC breaks four, five, six months later, and you say, oh, it's going to take two days. They're just not going to have that trust for you. They're, there's not going to be that grace that is built into that relationship that says, okay, yeah, we understand. No, none of that will be available anymore. It's all gone. And so you have to establish a positive first impression from day one with the tenants and the better and more powerful you can send that message that they're welcome and that you are there for them, the better off you'll be in the long run. And who knows, you'll probably earn a renewal or two in the process down the road. Again, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you have taken some value away from it. And if you feel like this information would be helpful for other people, please feel free to share it with friends, family, and colleagues. And definitely give us uh, some feedback on the platform that you are listening to this on. We definitely love to receive feedback regarding our podcast so that we can continue to provide you with the information that is relevant to your rental property business. Again, thanks for spending the time with us and we'll look forward to talking with you next time.